Hey, right. So, straight in. Welcome, everyone, to the first HD Anywhere podcast, which hasn't got a name yet. So, yeah, for we'll episode one, it it's the HD Anywhere podcast. And today we're going to be talking about ISE or Integrated Systems Europe, which is taking place on 10th to 13th of May in mm. Barcelona, Spain. Yeah and, yeah, and we had a booth there. What's our number? We're a Hall 5, booth P600. P600, Hall 5, P600. And hopefully there'll be some people going to that show. Well, that's going to be the million-dollar trick, <laughs> isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, this is going to be a very interesting IC, I think. Mm, big location, location, location is a, a bit of a challenge. Yeah, because on the face of it, you're like, Barcelona, mm. what a cool place to Absolutely. have a show. But um, for those that don't know, it was previously in Amsterdam, another really cool city. Great city. And, um, yeah, there's been some um, logistical challenges yeah. because of the move. Yeah. And um, we're just not sure how many people are going to be going. So yeah. don't expect um, the biggest of booths that, that we've ever had. Nah. But uh, we're hoping size doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's um, applicable to many things. There's so many. But um, so we decided to do a podcast because so many people just aren't reading their emails. <sighs> Nor their trade magazines. Yeah, I mean, we're, our fingertips are raw with no real return on in, on interest. Eh? What do you have to do to get someone to listen now, to see your message? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, we could take a South African approach and we'll bring a baseball bat to the equation, mm. try and force people that way. But I mean, that's the the, the, the where what people don't have time anymore. Mm. I think that's the big thing. You know, you, you have to super glue yourself to a motorway so, junction. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, really make an impact, yeah. Literally with a 10-ton lorry coming down. But, yeah, yeah I mean, you, people's time has now become such a valuable commodity and how do, we, how do we borrow a little bit of their time to give mm. them some information that, of course, we think is valuable and, and valid, mm. but truthfully is. I it's mean, becoming harder and harder to get messages to your customers or just the market in general because yeah. you have tools on your email uh, provider to block yeah. marketing you have hardly anyone picks up the magazines now yeah you know that's a shame because there's still some sort of, you know a bit of a something nice about having a cup of coffee and exactly pay, literally paging through the magazine yeah. not virtually yeah absolutely yeah and and, and so it, we're going to try a podcast and see if we reach a few more people this way. True story. And I mean, to be fair, we do enjoy having fun. Mm. Well, that's probably a bit of a loop there. Yeah. But we do enjoy having fun, and this is fun. You know, it's different for us as well. Like you say, it's our first one. Yeah. First of many, I'm sure, and hoping. But, but yeah, but we, we hear so many people, we were just at a CDA Tech Summit, mm. and... and People we know in the industry, people we don't know in the industry, telling us, "Oh, yeah, I was listening to a podcast on the way here." Yeah, you know that. that this is a, a much easier format in many ways for people to consume because they can pop it in their headphones, pop it in their car, they can listen to the thing while they're working, depending on the type of work they're doing at the time. Yes, and you know, traveling is always such wasted time, whether you're on the train, the bus, or the, in the car. 
Why not listen to something and educate yourself that way? It does make sense. Yeah. yeah I enjoy my podcast. I listen to them all the time. Yep. I agree. So we're going to ISC, so we're going to mm. focus this podcast on if you're going, what you can see, if you're not going, what you've missed. Yes. And um, the main focus for our uh, space there and our conversations is going to be... M Hub S. M Hub S. What does the S stand for? The S is stacking or stackable or stackable. Stacking. So damn cool. Sexy. (laughs) Superb. (laughs) Um, But yeah, stackable. And uh, if you're if you're an installer or a professional, you probably already know what that term means. Yeah, but many don't. Networking. Yeah. 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 So the idea being that you can create bigger systems by stacking multiple units together yeah so this system for example has eight outputs and if you stack two of them you get 16 outputs. if you stack three you get 24 and if you stack four you get more oh 32 (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's the idea so um this is our approach, as in HD Anywhere's yeah. approach, to uh, creating bigger systems. Yeah. And um, as um, in the product development cycle, why did we choose to stack systems and take that approach rather than creating, for example, an AV over IP product? Yeah, because guys ask us that. You know, why aren't, why aren't we taking the IP route? Why, mm. you know, everybody else is. Mm. But I guess it does speak to the fact that we did want to stay within a skill set that everybody already has mm. using technologies that are tried and true and trusted, mm. you know, that we're already very familiar with, that our dealer base is already familiar with. It does make sense. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a very um, sh- a shallow learning curve to do an MRBS. It's virtually flat learning curve to do an yeah. MRBS if you've ever done an HD anywhere. Uh, MHub at all, you can do an MHub. It's, mm. it's the same thing. So the technologies are good. The the price was important. Mm. A lot of people disconnect with the price of AV over IP when you're under fifty displays. Mm. It's it's great. It's very scalable, but it's expensive. Mm-hmm. A lot of consumers don't have that budget or don't don't need to put that budget into that level line of technology mm-hmm. because they feel their budget could be used better elsewhere. Yeah. So, so for us, I think, I mean, obviously we're biased. We say this was the right strategy, but mm. certainly the interest we're getting from from integrators around the world shows that MIBS, the, the idea of a stackable matrix mm. that can be anything it wants to be and can expand within reason to anything you need, mm. yeah, that does make a ton of sense. So 32 zones is the, the biggest um, system you can create with Stacked MRBSs? No. No? No. You can 32 go bigger. Zone. Oh, you can go bigger. It just depends on how you want to control it. The limit of 32 zones. So before we talk about control... Yes. That you, We need to make the point that you could go bigger than 32, yes. but we've recommended to stop at 32 yes. if you want to use something called U-Control, yeah. which is our onboard universal control system yeah. that allows you to deliver um, functionality, con- um, c- command over the functionality of a, an entire system, whether that be turning the TVs on and off, mm-hmm. the volume of those TVs, 
the scheduling of what's shown on those TVs. So um, it's 32 zones for a full set of functionality features. And we should say it's 100 metres as well. So similar to AV over IP over copper. Absolutely. You're still getting 100 metre range. Still getting 4K. Still getting scaling. So if a TV's 1080 or the projector's 1080 in one zone and you've got 4K in another space, you're still going to get a picture delivered to both. Yeah. So on a side-by-side comparison with, um, not talking about video quality here, but you could do. Well, I think that's an important conversation to have. Um, you're looking at a similar functionality. So you're not losing out. You, no. you are not losing out by using HD. You're certainly not getting anything less. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. So you control then, as an onboard feature, what sort of things do we see people using you control for? Well... Trying to create simplicity at a budget, mm. trying to add functionality to a system without necessarily the complexity that comes with third-party control systems and the cost that comes with third-party control systems. Mm. People, I mean, our most practical applications looking at our on, on our supports um, side is people want control over the sources. They want to be able to change the channels on their skybox and and do away with the millions of remote controls sitting on each table in every room. They don't like that at all. And, and, so and, and if it's in a commercial environment, like a sports bar... Even more so, because the, the reality of something like a sports bar or a pub mm. is, is you want the, the, the floor manager, the, 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 the landlord, whomever, yeah. to, to have some control over a system where you absolutely don't want remote controls lying around because yeah. you're going to go and find some guys... Yeah, get lost, the batteries go flat. One of your patrons realises what's going on, brings his remote from home just to mess with you. The day that the landlord's not there, no one else knows how how to to change the the system. Exactly. You've got the... Exactly. You know, the one of the staff walking around, wait, what, wagging this remote around, yep. trying to get TVs on and off. Yeah. And also, you look at you look at those those facilities, those spaces. Most of the time, we're dealing with non-technical people with a quite a technical system. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you make it easy for anybody, any staff member, mm. to be able to use the system, be able to change to the right content in the right part of that venue on the right displays when you need it. Mm-hmm. And you've got to make that simple because today you've got staff X, Y, and Z, and then you know they move on and maybe they're students and they've gone to go do something else and your next staff rotation comes in, whatever it is, you've got to make the learning curve exceptionally straightforward. You can for create people. routines as well. Very much so. You schedule a lot of what the machine's doing. So yeah. you can have it that, and that's the joy of our system is we can build sequences which automate, it takes, so we go control, we can make stuff work. Mm-hmm. Then we go to sequences where we can automate that functionality. Yeah. We can say, right, one button to switch all the TVs in the pub on, yeah. another button to switch all the TVs off. Great, mm-hmm. well, that's nice. Then we can create scheduling. We can say, please switch all these TVs on automatically at 8 o'clock in the morning and switch them all off automatically at midnight. Mm-hmm. And that level of functionality makes our equipment disappear in a way and just makes the, the, the venue more functional with less aggravation. Mm-hmm. It's a win for everybody. That's a great example oh. of, 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 of where you control can be used. Yeah. Um, and we find it's uh, just back to what you were asking, how are people using it. So mm-hmm. interestingly, we're finding that the commercial integrators are more interested in the sequences and scheduling mm-hmm. than residential ones are. 
Mm-hmm. Most residential people, I guess, are coming from a, a, a lifestyle of always having to pick up the remote for the sky and work the sky and then pick up the remote for the other thing. So doing that on our app is no problem for them. Mm. Um, and we find, for example, uh, CCTV has changed that a little in residential. Mm-hmm. People want resident, uh, CCTV sequences now. Right. So a single button press and the screens you've designated will come on and automatically go to the CCTV feed. Mm. From a security point of view, that's very useful. We see sequences being used like that in residential applications. And that's that's a good point in, in overcoming uh, sort of the the, um, the the thing that often gets thrown at us where it's like, well, you can do all that with Sky now, the new Sky Q yeah, or, or sure. you know, Sky Glass. Yeah. Why do you need why do you need a HD anywhere yeah. M Hub if you've got Sky? Exactly. Well C C T V is a great example yeah. because you know, if you're security conscious yeah. and you've had a CCTV system installed in your home, you can you want to be able to view that whatever room you're in. Yeah. And you need some way of uh, distributing that signal yeah. to every TV. To every TV. And making... The, the thing about security and a CCTV system especially is you never know when you're going to need it, but when you need it, it must be quick and simple. Yeah. You know, it's not like mm, I'm in the mood to watch the next episode of Bridgerton on, you know, and okay, I'll sit down, make myself comfortable and then stream it. Yeah. CCTV often is a case of, you know, the doorbell rings or something happens, some some event that you want to see specifically on perimeter alarms, maybe where the children are in the play area. Mm. You haven't heard them for a few minutes. You just <laughs> like to have a camera on the playroom quickly. Mm. That's, a, that's an immediate response that you need and it has to be simple no matter which room you're in. Mm. And for normal people to understand how to work each room individually when often there's different brands of tellies in every room, and it's, mm. oh, it's, a, it's a faff. Mm-hmm. Whereas that single interface from you control, mm. no matter which room they're in, you control looks exactly the same every single time. Mm-hmm. And one button press, you get what you need. Yep. Yeah, simple. So ISE in Barcelona, if you're a professional installer yeah. coming to that show, you can come along to... The P600 in Hall 5. Hall 5. Take a look at the physical unit itself. And we'll show you control. We'll have a working demonstration. So we talked about controlling the TVs Mm -hmm. and the audiovisual side. Yeah. But something that I'm sure a lot of installers aren't aware of yet, and we're trying to get them more conscious of it, Mm. is that how about lighting, blinds, IP controllable power banks. Is there any other devices within a space that you can have you control, take control of as well? Yeah, well, that's the exciting thing about what's showing at ISC is, as you say, most people don't know that we have now developed the ability to do that. We can take control of products outside of AV. Yeah. Yeah, and, and remember, we're an AV company on the face of it. Mm. And here we are stepping into the world of being able to take our AV system and with the addition of a small little control box, mm. be able to to take control of other products but still integrate that with our AV, which is very useful. Yeah. Um, and so IP control of lights, IP control of PDUs, IP control of virtually anything that has an API we can address mm-hmm. um, is very exciting and we'll be showing that at ISE. And we'll be showing at IC uh, PDU control, we'll be showing um, IP control of a lighting system, and just giving people an idea of just how easy it is to use our U-Control philosophy and system to start adding a level of control around just the AV system. 
And I mean, you've, you've, you've put out our mandate for what we're aiming to achieve here. Mm. You know, it's 80% of the everyday functionality of a, a normal control system for yeah. 80% less money. Well, I think if, if uh, we're honest with ourselves and if the, the homeowners who have big control systems installed in their home mm. answered the question honestly about what functions do you use the most, they would say light, turning on and off the lights, yeah. setting a lighting mode, yeah. whether that be sort of, I don't know, bright, yeah. romantic, you know, <laughs> chill, whatever. Yeah. And, then, and then it's going to be controlling the AV functions, whether that's TV, music, and, and they're the three things. I call them the three M's. Mm. I call them media, music, and mood. Yeah. They're the, th- the three things that most people are using their, their big control systems for. Absolutely right. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, and then think following on from that, you've got your door entry and, and CCTV. Security and systems and but irrigation. and. You're probably using that. At two out of ten button presses is yeah. going to be one of the three M's. Yeah. So that's 80% of functionality. Yeah. So what we're aiming to do with our product roadmap is deliver 80% of the most used functions yeah. of a whole home control system, but entirely from the HD Anywhere brand. And our control system, you control, which is growing all the time with its function and what it can do. Yeah, some exciting stuff coming, people. If you're going to come, we're not going to tell you, but we've got some exciting stuff. And a lot of people think it's just an app, and people are like, yeah. Apps. Yeah. Everybody's got an app. Yeah. And, and uh, they dismiss apps out of hand. Well, that's yeah. fine because an app is just like one of five ways you can currently use U-Control. Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong. If you want it, you can use an Apple Watch to trigger certain U-Control things. Absolutely, which makes us fairly unique, might I just add. Yes. You can use third-party keypads. Yeah. So now because we have zone processors. So we have, for example, if you have a Rayco keypad, you could use that to trigger what we call sequences, yeah. but that could be turn on sky, volume this, lighting this. Yeah. So sexy. Other brands of keypads. Do we work with other brands of keypads? We, we, we don't yet, just what because we've worked with the Rayco. Yeah. That recently came to market. Testing you now. Oh, you really are. <laughs> testing myself. Okay. <laughs> Por qué? <laughs> we had it at IAC. We had it at EI Live. I wasn't here for EI Live. Colton, remind me of the name of the keypad. Ooh. It's written on the... Black Nova? It's written on the board. No, it's written over there. Yeah. I've only just got here. Let's just, for yeah. those of you who don't know, my name is Justin and I'm from South Africa. Only recently landed in the United Kingdom. Violet. 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 There right, we go. I should have remembered that because, I mean, violence and South Africa are certainly synonymous. Yeah. So, Violet, for example, yeah. is another keypad you can use. Yep. Absolutely. And we can actually integrate with anything iPads. That, yep. iPads. Android devices. Yeah. We're, we're very agnostic in that mm. regard. Mm. Yeah. So, it's not just the phone app. No. So it can be all sorts of things. Yeah. Voice. Yep. We have some of the best Alexa integration on the planet at the moment mm-hmm. for an audiovisual system. And that extends into all our control now. Yeah. 
So that's what we mean when we're talking about U control. And you're getting eight zones, 32 zones, 20 of 16, 24 zones of AV plus U control. Yeah. That's what we mean. We exactly. mean that in every endpoint, to use another industry term, <laughs> for every endpoint, at that endpoint, you can do a lot of stuff yeah. over a single cable. Yeah. And it's all powered from the head end, another yeah. industry point. But all, all, a single power supply to eight, each eight zones, basically. And back to what we were saying earlier, such simple distribution. That you, most of you out there listening to this probably know exactly how to build the, the, the infrastructure to do this. Mm-hmm. So not hard, using CATSEX or CATSEX A cable in the same way that you've always used it for HD based type distribution. You're not having to learn any new skills. It's very straightforward. It's very easy for you as integrators to deploy. Mm. And that's really important because that's time on site. Yeah. yeah. When, when we're saving you time in terms of how we set this up, because you control, for those of you who are listening, you control is not just about how we control the system. We've built it for you, the integrators as well. Mm. We use you control to make it easy to set up an 8x32 system. Yeah. You could do it all off your iPad or your iPhone if you wanted to, mm-hmm. or your Android for that matter. <laughs> you could do it all off your iPad. You yeah. don't have to crack open your laptop once. Well, in a commercial stage, so, uh, you know, yeah. say at the local football club where they're using iPads as the teal system, yeah. it's very simple to add U-Control then to be the AV control yeah. within that same building. Same yeah. in, they've already got half the technology they already need. Yeah, exactly right. Um, but say they, they say they were using another control system brand, one of the big three or four yeah. American brands. Would... How can you can you can can you control be used, like uh, in partnership with those brands? Very much so. You know, and that's again one of our tactical advantages yeah. is we have this incredibly deep integration with mm. the big brands. It's yeah. not just that we have our own new control system and we're excluding those. So, so depending on the brand and its own abilities, they can hijack or interface with our system mm. uh, to to an incredible degree. Yeah. Uh, and and essentially use our cabling and, and distribution infrastructure to send control commands out to all of those zones and all of those sources yeah. and automate the switching process and make us a seamless part of their total offering yeah. on a particular project. So if, if you did have a control for a Savant, an RTI, a Creston, whatever, and you're wanting and you're wanting a more cost-effective way to deliver the video and audio solution into that... Mm without compromising the control and therefore the user experience. Yes. We're the perfect partners. Yeah, because, and we're invisible. So the, exactly. You know, it's not like going to be a messy system with loads of brands all no, together. Exactly. From, from, from an end user perspective, it's, it's still the, end, the clean experience yeah. from yeah. a single interface. Yeah. Whether well, that's U-Control's interface or... Another con- a brand X, another yeah. brand, absolutely. And I mean, for those tinkerers out there, we we even we even cater for the the guys who do know their way around programming and coding and all the rest of it. And our API is open. Yes. If you have a, a product or the skills mm-hmm. to to write your own integrations, we've got a very open, very powerful API, mm-hmm. and it gives those tinkerers the ability to create their custom solutions still use all of the functionality we offer through our API. Yes. I mean, we put a lot of effort into building what probably is the best API for an audiovisual company in the business today. 
for those for those tinkerers, yes, those those integrators that, and there is a um, a group of them with that absolutely in, with that where they want to be very custom in what they do. In fact, they could build a you can you can build a web page that has a control. So I think we did a project for bookkeepers, mm-hmm. and they built a custom interface, yeah, just for controlling um, their branches. Um, all off of a web page, yeah, um, and that's the sort of thing you can do with an open API. Absolutely. Similarly, it allows unique drivers to be created, and um, things we haven't thought of that we hope these people do. Absolutely, know, make us aware of. Yeah, teach us, show us what you can do. Yeah, and we have a Facebook group for that. Yes. Yeah, we have a Facebook group for for you control the hackers. Facebook.com forward slash HD anywhere. HD anywhere. Come find us. Yeah. Come come join the come join the movement of well, you can do what with this you control zone presser? Wow, that's fascinating. <laughs> yeah, it's been described as like uh, a global cachet on steroids. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah. kudos to Global Cache, because that's a really good product. But absolutely, we just we're doing it differently, potentially better. Mm. Yeah. Make it more accessible without without too much of the coding faff that comes with that. Yeah, I mean at the moment we're delivering like we're going to be delivering 80% of the most used things. So what about the other 20%? Well, we're yeah. hoping that um, we, you know, we'll, we'll gradually expand into Yeah, that. stay tuned for more amazing stuff from HD Anywhere. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know. So ISC, Barcelona, mm. all five. Booth uh, P600. P600. Mm. Uh, let us know if you're coming. That would be good. Yeah. We'd love to hear why you're coming or why you're not coming. Because if you're not, you know, if we've got a day where no one's coming, we can go chill. (laughs) Yeah, it is Barcelona. The food's (laughs) apparently amazing. You know more about Spain than I do, but I'm quite looking forward to being there, I must say. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic city and the food's incredible. And, you know, I've got my um, reservations about how many people are going to attend this show. Yeah, yeah. If I may on that, I just want to add... It's worth attending. Mm. Maybe it's better to attend now because it probably won't be packed to the hilt. Mm. I mean, previous ISEs to get from one side of a hall to another, if you had a meeting, Mm. (laughs) you've got to be light on your feet or you've got to plan well in advance because the place is just so fully packed with people. And we have a chance now to have a bit more space and a bit more time, which means all of us have more time to engage and to to spend the time. You have the time to listen. We have the time to talk about our products. But, but it the is way a beautiful we city. The booth this year has been more of a meeting area, yes. more of a like a airport lounge, correct type vibe. Yeah. Than look at all the skews we yes. do. Yeah, we all the flashing lights. Every single skew. Yeah, you know we haven't gone for that approach. No, we're actually very minimalist. We're almost Scandinavian in our minimalism this time round. Yeah, it's beautiful. You like minimalism? Oh, I love minimalism. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, definitely come, come to Barcelona, take the time. Mm. You know, it's the, the thing that I'm always so sad about sometimes in our industry is yeah. how with, some people have the best of intentions to, to expand their horizons and to broaden their knowledge mm-hmm. of the products or more particularly in this case the industry. Mm-hmm. But it takes a level of commitment to actually buy the ticket and arrive. Yes, you know, And I'll give you a very South African perspective on that mm. because we're at the bottom end of the African continent. It's an 11-hour flight just to get to 
the old, the previous ISEs, for example. Um, the, the exchange rate is 20 to 1 against us. It's a, it's a real pain in the you-know-where mm. to get to ISC. So we have every reason, for example, I certainly had every reason not to go. Yeah. But the reality is it's, 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 an, it's an infusion of energy and, and, and motivation for what our industry is capable of, what's available, who's there. You can get to see so many people in one location and maybe see things you didn't know existed, see things you've never seen before, see stuff you're never going to touch in your life again. You know, but you'll, you'll certainly have an amazing experience. But most, most importantly, you should be able to come back from ISC in Barcelona this year and go, you know what? The world took a hit. Fair enough. But there's some cool stuff going down. And this is, you know, from that takeaway, I know what I'm going to do with my business for the year ahead. Yeah. You know, come get inspired. Come get motivated. Come immerse yourself in the industry that you're a part of. Yeah. You know, rather than just being, you know, a guy plodding along, just getting by. Yeah. And we said fun at the start of the podcast. Hell yeah. Business, yeah, to stop yourself from going, um, you know, uh, crazy. I was going to say do lally. <laughs> um, and, and just getting, getting in a negative uh, over sort of dull headspace about yeah. your day to day. Break exactly. it up. Break the break the routine. Yeah. Shake it up. It's Barcelona, baby. Mm. Yeah. The expo does end at five o'clock. You've got the evening to do something with. Mm. Make it worth your while. Do if you 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 people come uh, I don't get anything from it. You know? Yeah. Like well, you know, some people I I, I just I, reps come to see me, I don't go to see them. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's not the same thing. You've got to go with an open mind. You've got to go there and go, you know, show me what you got. Absorb. And again, touch, see, feel, you know, experience the product. See see the products that you don't do. Mm. And maybe you're just not in a class you want to do, but it'll give you an, uh, something to aspire to. But but come in with an open mind to learn, you know. There's so, there's so many people. You're, 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 in, 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 a, in a small space, you have such a high concentration of brain power Mm. around our industry come and come and ask the questions come push our buttons come tell us what you don't like about our stuff just as quickly as you tell us what you do like about our stuff for example mm-hmm. um but we can we and so many people that i see are only too happy to share the knowledge that we've got and tell you our take on things and tell you where we see things going absolutely it's yeah. all about it's all about having the right attitude mm. you know if you're going to spend any money whatever it does cost to get to to spain make it worth your while oh yeah it's more expensive, obviously. Sure. I mean, we... Yeah, it's not Amsterdam. <laughs> no. Although, chances are Amsterdam's nightlife will cost you more. Yeah. I think Barcelona's got some decent nightlife. Fair enough. Well. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the restaurants. We're staying in the easy hotel. That's the fact. You know? Yeah. Because yeah, no, it's easy. No luxurious penthouse apartment nah, for damn us. it. No. The flights are expensive as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well... We're not having that conversation. <laughs> what I had to do to get a visa. I don't know, people, might, people might like to hear it. <laughs> My visa story. Oh, jeepers. Well, yeah. let's just say, good people, that I had to go all the way from Great Mulvern in Worcestershire to Edinburgh to find an office of the VFS Global organization that had an appointment slot available for me. What does VFS stand for? I haven't visa, f- visa foreign services. Who knows? Oh, right, okay. Who knows? 
But anyway, they're the people handling the visa applications. And the joys of being a South African with a little green passport means yeah. we need visas to basically step out the front door, never mind. Yeah. So it was, yeah, all the way to Edinburgh just yeah. for a visa appointment, which I'm still not sure I've got. So let's oh, <laughs> hope I get approved. Yeah. yeah, otherwise I'll be doing IC virtually with a little little robot with a screen on it. Mm. I'm sure we're going to be there, and we're looking forward to to doing this again. It's been, what, 2020? It's the last IC we did? Yeah. Yeah. Were we all wearing masks at that IC? Uh, no, masks hadn't kicked in yet. It was February, and by March, everybody had gone absolutely paranoid. But I will say this. We were one of the few booths, if not the only booth, that we had little giveaways for all our attendees that particular year. It's oh, not something we do all the time, yeah. but it did include hand sanitizer and tissues and all sorts of things because we know what these trade shows are like, pre-COVID anyway, yeah. certainly post-COVID. Um, and then we were looking after our attendees' uh, safety and, and with the hand well-being, with hand sanitizers and the like. Yeah. Yeah, come prepared. I think I've still got mine somewhere. I know I do. You carry it on your belt. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, to be fair, I carry a Leatherman on my belt. Everything else is in the bag. So that is probably long enough for a first episode. Well, I hope so, and I hope it's vaguely entertaining to our, our good listeners out there. I think we should say, tell, we want your feedback. Yeah. Uh, tell us the sort of things you want to talk us to talk about, us to cover. Absolutely. Email... Uh, podcast at hdanywhere.com I've just made that up I was going to say that in the background there are about 20 people going oh crap we better better set that up quickly (laughs) email podcast at hdanywhere.com let us know any other things you want us to do yeah Um, this is really just a kind of pilot test yes testing. we'll put a link to it within our marketing yeah and uh, yeah hopefully Stop, you know, if you can't be bothered to read stuff or watch stuff or attend stuff, yeah. just listening to this will fill you in on what you need to know. Exactly. Stay tuned for more amazingness from HD Anywhere. Yeah. Hmm. We need some sort of jingles. We need oh, jingles crap, as well. Yeah. Oh, Colton. Oh, head of creative and our creative genius here at HD Anywhere. We need, and we need to kind of create segments, familiar kind of segments mm. as well. Mm. So as you can tell, we're kind of learning this as we go, but we're going to have some fun doing it, yeah? We did a radio show once at university. Okay. Dylan. Dylan was involved with that as well. And All there right. was a section called Challenge Dylan. <laughs> I can see where that was going to go. <laughs> yeah. And, yes. Uh, I'm not going to cover it. We'll save it for another podcast. Yes. You could create sections like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so far you've done well with challenges. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just a small little... You know, six-day... Hot jog. Yeah, a little jog in the Moroccan desert for, you know, six... What, six marathons in six days? Yeah, six marathons in six days. Yeah, yeah you're a sucker yeah, for challenges. It's, it's nice to get away. Yeah, it was easier than HDMI distribution. <laughs> <laughs> well, take that, people. He lost one kilogram a day running in the desert, and that is easier than HDMI distribution. There you have yeah, it. It's hard, hard to professionally chose. Yes, yes, for our sins. Mm. But listen, you know, we don't take the easy path. Yeah, mm. that's right. Well, sure, if anyone wants to talk to me about it, I can talk for hours on, mm-hmm. on it. So I'm trying not to. Yeah. You know, I'm boring the hell out of it. No, I must say. So your little, your little story about how easy it is to get up a sand dune? Yeah. 
That was interesting. You enjoyed that one? I really did. I took a lot from that. Did I tell you about... No, I can't bring that up. (laughs) (laughs) That, ladies and gentlemen, is a summary of most of Chris's life so far. Oh, no, I can't talk about that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm doing some other podcasts where I'm going to talk about the... The marathon disabler. Right. Yeah, we, we, we won't do it on nah. this one. Well, just to, suffice to say, we're proud of you. You, oh. you, you. you raised money for a good cause. You stepped up to an amazing challenge and you did exceptionally well. And you inspired us and this is why you're the boss. I hope, I hope it, uh, you know, when it comes to HD Anywhere side of it, I hope the fact that, you know, I say that we're going to do something and then it, I go and do it. Yeah. We, I hope. Regardless of the challenge. Reflects on... What we're doing at HD Anywhere as yeah. well. True Sometimes I say HD Anywhere is doing something and it doesn't materialise for five years. <laughs> yes. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Chris has now been told by me that if he ever talks about products that aren't actually ready to be shipped, that I'm going to hurt him with my Leatherman uh, pliers. Leatherman's like a Swiss Army knife. It's like a Swiss Army knife, yes. Yeah. I'm going to use the, the pliers UK, to, Leatherman to encourage is, um, you. Leatherman is a character on... <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to know. A league of their own. Oh, thank, you thank gosh, okay. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah, no, so we, 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 we've got this genuine 80, going to try and do 80% of yeah. what uh, people e- e- using um, the market-leading control systems use them yeah. for. Yeah. We're, we're, we're trying to do that bootstrapped, which is another American phrase. Very, very. On a shoestring budget. Yes. You know, um under-resourced. Yes. David against Goliath. Absolutely. All the cliches, but... um, But damn, we love it. And we're doing quite good. We're doing brilliantly. Yes. We're doing brilliantly. So stay tuned. HDNU is going to be exceptionally interesting for the next 12 to 18 months. Yes, it is. Lots of cool stuff coming. Yes. Okay, let's sign off there. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, everybody. Play jingle. (laughs) (laughs) Ta-da. Ta-da.